بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا إلى يوم الدين أما بعد اللهم لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العلم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما وعملا يا كريم رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأخدة من لساني يفقه قولي All praises belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we seek His assistance and we seek His guidance. And we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil of our souls as well as the adverse consequences of our deeds. Whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees guidance upon, then none can misguide Him. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrease misguidance upon, then none can guide him. And peace and salutations be upon the final messenger, Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I bear witness that there is no one worthy of worship besides one Allah, and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is his messenger. My dear brothers and sisters in Islam, I greet you with the greetings of peace on a great day of peace, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, a long time ago, before the Muslims migrated to Medina, around the fifth year after the advent of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a case was presented before a just king. A king known as an Najashi, the king of Habasha. And this case came about when the believers were asked to go to Habasha and live a peaceful living after experiencing strife at the hands of the Quraysh in Mecca. And as the Quraysh came to learn of the Muslims moving to Habasha, they decided to counteract this progress by sending two very intelligent individuals to go over to Habasha and meet with this just king and try and pollute the reality around these Muslims who migrated that perhaps this king would send these Muslims back to Mecca. So they sent Amr ibn al-As, and they sent Abdullah ibn Abi Rabi'ah. They sent Abdullah ibn Abi Rabi'ah, two very intelligent members who were not Muslims at the time, and two members from the Quraysh. And they sent them with gifts for this just king. And when they arrived in Habasha and presented these mighty gifts to this just king, they went about their business and moved the propaganda that was being spread in Mecca to this new place, Habasha, and misinformed this king about the affairs of the Muslims. But a person who is just remains just in every circumstance and refused to be swerved by the gifts that he received and chose the path of justice and requested the Muslims to be brought in front of him to share their side of the story. Thus the Muslims came 
And they chose to be their speaker and representative, Ja'far ibn Abi Talib. And when the king asked him about the Muslims and their reality, in light of what was said about them, Ja'far spoke words, words that should be written in gold, and words that will be remembered till the end of time. He said that we were people, we were people who worshipped idols. We were people who ate the meat of dead animals. We were people that engaged in adultery. We were immoral in our speech. We were immoral in our actions. And we were people that disunited from our family members and cut relations. And were people that were improper to our neighbors. We were people basically not worth being remembered. And then came Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, a person who enjoyed the noblest of lineages. And he came to us and he guided us towards worshipping only one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and warned us against associating partners with him. And he warned us against all devices that was just presented. This is what happened, O servants of Allah, and O children of Adam, many, many years ago, many years before the hijrah of the Muslims to Medina. O servants of Allah, and O children of Adam, we learn a plethora of lessons from this incident in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. From these lessons is firstly, the permissibility of us recognizing our weaknesses, recognizing our mistakes, and having the ability to be candid about these mistakes. To be candid in the right manner. Not to bring about the mistakes of others, but to speak of our own mistakes with the intention of showing how we've become better or how we should be better. We also learn from this, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, the means of success. And that success is in worshipping one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And success is in being from the people of taqwa, people who follow the directives of Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is indeed success and this is indeed happiness for life both in this world and the hereafter. And that which substantiates this is an ayah in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a beautiful ayah. And all the ayat in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are beautiful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِّنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَىٰ وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ فَلَنُحْيِيَنَّهُ حَيَاةً طَيِّبًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, whoever does good deeds from both the males and the females, وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ and he's a believer. This is the criteria. That you declare the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you accept the prophecy of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Your good deeds without this criteria means nothing. Whoever does good deeds whilst being a believer, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says as a result of this, we will give you a resilient life. You will live a better life. Your situation will become better. And the fruits of these good deeds is not specific to the realm of this world. Rather, it will transfer with you to the Akhirah. For Allah then goes on to say that Allah will reward us with a reward far better than that which we used to do.
This is success, O servants of Allah. And this is success, O children of Adam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us, denoting success and denoting guidance. تَرَكْتُ فِيكُمْ مَا إِن تَمَسَّكْتُمْ بِهِ لَن تَضِلُّ بَعْدِي أَبَدًا كِتَابَ اللَّهِ وَسُنَّتِي He said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I have left with you two things. If you hold steadfast upon these two things, steadfast, not pick and choose, Remain steadfast upon these two things, you will never ever go astray. These two things are the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the sunnah of Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with him in Jannah. So this is success my dear brothers and sisters. And then we have the converse attribute or the converse matter when we discuss success and that is failure. And in this incident which I cited for you, concepts of failure were shared. And these concepts refer to staying away from the directives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, going against the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, choosing to adopt the don'ts and stay away from the do's. This is the recipe for failure. Choosing to bring upon yourself a way other than the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is a recipe for failure. Because you and I, O servants of Allah, and O children of Adam, are people of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. La ilaha illallah, la ma'abuda bihaqqin illallah. When we say La ilaha illallah, we say there is no one worthy of worship besides one Allah. If no one is worthy of worship besides one Allah, this means that we don't do except for Allah, and we don't speak except for Allah, and we don't leave except for Allah, and we don't remain silent except for Allah, and we don't live except for Allah, and we don't die except for Allah. This is the reality of La ilaha illallah. Few words, O servants of Allah, and O children of Adam, but mighty in presence, mighty in its directives. This is what La ilaha illallah means. And when you say La ilaha illallah, then this necessitates Muhammadur Rasulullah. That Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his final messenger. Meaning that there's no way to Allah except via the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is known as al-mutaba'ah. We have la ilaha illallah, which is al-ikhlas, which is to be sincere. And then we have al-mutaba'ah, that we worship Allah and live for Him upon the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Not upon the way of our cultures, or the norms, or pressures of the norms, or that which we feel is correct. The only way to Allah is via Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But when we choose to leave these directives, my dear brothers and sisters, then the opposite of success comes into our lives, which is failure. And if you're not convinced, then have you not read the ayah in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Surah Al-A'raf, وَاتْلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ نَبَأَ الَّذِي آتَيْنَاهُ آيَاتِنَا فَانْسَلَخَ مِنْهَا فَأَتْبَعَهُ الشَّيْطَانِ فَكَانَ مِنَ الْغَاوِينَ وَلَوْ شِئْنَا لَرَفَعْنَاهُ بِهَا وَلَكِنَّهُ أَخْلَدَ إِلَى الْأَرْضِ وَاتَّبَعَ هَوَا فَمَثَلُهُ كَمَثَلِ الْكَلْبِ إِنْ تَحْمِلْ عَلَيْهِ يَلْهَثْ أَوْ تَتْرُكْهُ يَلْهَثْ ذَلِكَ مَثَلُ الْقَوْمِ الَّذِينَ كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا فَقُصُصِ الْقَصَصِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ سَاءَ مَثَلًا الْقَوْمُ الَّذِينَ كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا وَأَنفُسَهُمْ كَانُوا يَظْلِمُونَ الله سبحانه وتعالى 
commands Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and reveals to him to teach us the example of the one that the guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reached. But he chose to peel himself away from this guidance. He chose to detach himself away from this guidance. And as a result, shaitan pursued him. فَكَانَ مِنَ الْغَاوِينَ And thus he was averted from the path of guidance and was a person of misguidance. Allah says, if we willed, we would have guided him by the guidance we allowed to reach him. We would have guided him by the guidance we allowed to reach him. The book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which was revealed and the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which came to him. وَلَكِنَّهُ أَخْلَدَ But he chose to become a victim of this life. He chose to become a victim of time. As a result, فَاتَّبَعَ هَوَى He followed his desires and instead of being Abdullah, the servant of Allah, he became Abdul Hawa, the servant of his desires. Allah says the example of this person is like the example of a dog. May Allah honor you all. A dog, if you chase it, what happens? It pants. And if you leave it, it pants. He's addicted to this life and he's sold to this world. And he has given something greater for the lesser. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. So we learn from this when you choose to be sinful, then failure comes into your life. And if you're still not convinced, then what about the ayah in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَوَلَمْ يَهْدِ لِلَّذِينَ يَرِثُونَ الْأَرْضَ مِنْ بَعْدِ أَهْلِهَا أَلَّوْ نَشَاءُ أَصَبْنَاهُمْ أَلَّوْ نَشَاءُ أَصَبْنَاهُمْ بِذُنُوبِهِمْ وَنَقْبَعُ عَلَى قُلُوبِهِمْ فَهُمْ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَوَلَمْ يَهْدِ لِلَّذِينَ يَرِثُونَ الْأَرْضِ Has guidance not come to those who have inherited this earth after the misguided people before who were destroyed? That if Allah willed, if Allah wished and willed, Allah would hold us accountable because of our sins. This is the reality, O servants of Allah. When we are in a situation, think of the sins. Think of the misguidance. Think of our proximity from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The distance between us and piety and loving the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And if you're still not convinced, there's many ayat. Think of the ayah in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Ankabut as an example. وَعَادَوْ وَثَمُودَ وَقَدْ تَبَيَّنَ لَكُمْ مِنْ مَسَاكِنِهِمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings our attention to the homes of Ad and Thamud that were destroyed heavily. And their homes were not the homes that we have today. They were mighty powerful homes. Why were they destroyed? Because of their sins. Shaytan beautified for them, disobeying Allah. And they reaped the fruits of disobedience. This is what happens, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, when disobedience becomes strife, when it becomes rife in society, when sins outweigh piety, the tables turn. The fortune becomes misfortune. Health becomes sickness, or the fruits of health are not felt. Wealth becomes poverty. Education becomes ignorance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us.
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Happiness becomes depression. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in his book, وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكًا وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَى Allah says that the people who leave the Qur'anic directives, the message from Allah, the revelation from Allah, the teachings of the messenger, then the net result of this is that they will have a depressed life, a narrow life, a restricted life, Complaining a lot. They don't see the silver lining in the dark clouds that they might see. This is the result of leaving the Quranic directives. And it doesn't end there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that their sin will affect them in the hereafter. In an even more difficult way. Why? They will be raised on the day of Qiyamah blind. And now this person, he used to see when he lived in this world. So he'll ask Allah, قَالَ رَبِّ لِمَ حَشَرُتَنِي أَعْمَى وَقَدْ كُنْتُ بَصِيرًا going to ask Allah, why have I been resurrected blind? When I lived a life when I could see, Allah will say, قَالَ كَذَلِكَ أَتَتْكَ آيَاتُنَا In the same way, our signs came to you, our messenger came to you, the Qur'an came to you, you sat for talk after talk, you listened to talk after talk, reminders came to you, but you chose to turn a blind eye. In the same way that you did that, you will be forgotten today. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. My dear brothers and sisters, why this talk and why this topic today? This topic, brothers and sisters, is because we know what's happening to our brothers and sisters in Palestine. A lot of us are sitting in our lounges, on dining room tables, probably at the halfway house at the golf course, at the back of the masajid, and discussing what can we do to assist the situation. This is what we're saying. This is what we're asking. And my dear brothers and sisters, Assistance happens by becoming a true servant of Allah. And assistance happens by being a servant upon the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. There's many, many ideas being discussed. Some are saying we should protest. This is not a discussion about the permissibility of protest or my views regarding protests. But brothers and sisters, let's be serious. If we're protesting by day and sleeping over Fajr, before that, and our zakah is not up to date, and we're signing riba contracts by day, and we eat the same way we ate, and laugh the same way we laugh, and live the same way we live, then how is change going to happen? Let's not become a product of shaitan, where he has deceived us, and he's made what we think is good, or what he makes the bad that we do, or that which is ineffective, seem good. So we remain upon it and forget what is of greater priority and greater standing. Understand this, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam. This talk requires time, it requires more effort. But مَا لَا كُلُّهُ لَا If we can't do anything in its entirety, we shouldn't leave it out in its entirety. I chose to use this as a platform to share a subtle message. That yes, yes, we want to boycott certain products. But as you boycott those products, boycott leaving Salatul Fajr. Boycott this idea of staying far away from the masjid. Boycott being disrespectful to your parents. Boycott riba. Boycott not paying your zakah. Boycott not being a good neighbor. Boycott being disunited. Boycott all those matters that will bring izzah back to this ummah. That will bring izzah and honor 
honor and strength back to this ummah. Because my dear brothers and sisters, you and I, we are part of the solution. Yes, we need sincere politicians. Yes, we need sincere legislators. Yes, we need sincere people to follow policies. But understand, you and I, the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this ummah of da'wah, this ummah that has been given the legacy of the anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam, we are part of the solution. And the solution is in going back to the basics before the grave, and that is la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive our weaknesses, forgive our ignorance, inspire knowledge, and make us people who are substantial. Not people that speak and we don't act. And people that do, but in an unsubstantial way. Ameen. Hada Allahu a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.